Blog Talk Radio. Leo, so 
Um, we had talked last week a little bit about what that energy is about, the kind of loving uh, demonstrations that are possible, and we're still within that energy. Mars moving through Scorpio pretty swiftly. Mars at 14 degrees Scorpio, not really making any aspects again this week um, to, uh, to anything in particular. It's, uh, you know, Mars is kind of hanging out out there doing its own thing. I think if anyone wants to take any initiative, uh, borrow any money, uh, collaborate with someone. It's certainly a kind of a very sexy energy, too, because Mars is uh, ancient ruler of Scorpio before Pluto was discovered. Now that's the modern ruler. Pluto rules Scorpio. But Scorpio energy rules sex as well <clears throat> as part of a kind of uh, emotionally intense experience that we have with someone else. So <clears throat> there's collaboration on different levels sexuality is certainly like a physical collaboration and Mars is an initiative towards that action so if you're you know partnered or not partnered and you're looking for an intimate experience with someone now is a good time to maybe like figure out how to make that happen how to approach our partner and say you know about our sexual needs or stuff I'm just saying that there's a there's a positive energy for getting intimacy, communication, intimacy, emotional intensity, some honest conversations, and even sexuality or a positive sexual experience with somebody that we want to connect with. Uh, Jupiter in uh, Gemini is making talking about it even easier, although I would say that um, if we're looking to socialize and we've been socializing, we've been broadening our social network, we've been writing, talking, teaching, taking notes, doing a journal, this is a very good energy for that. This combination of intimacy, organization, and Gemini, that with Jupiter and Gemini, it's an excellent time to um, make a solid plan. There's a really good energy right now to make a solid plan. Um, of action and <clears throat> what it is that we might uh, want to be doing for the upcoming future. Saturn in Libra, still moving through Libra. It's almost in the 28th degree again, and in, I think we've talked about in October it's going to be in Scorpio, and that's going to be a whole big change for all of us for the next two years. So we're doing this last little bit of Libra, working out our relationship details, <clears throat> trying to get any issues we might have in relationships with others uh, set straight and um, figuring out how to negotiate and compromise and um, you know make make that make that right for ourselves relationship issues Uranus and Pluto still in a dynamic square we know that's going to be for years we did see some more unfortunate things that was really unfortunate what happened in Libya I felt really bad about that and um, it is uh, difficult the, the, the that rebellious Aries energy up against what's perceived as a as an authority or a domineering figure uh, like you know like the government or something but that poor ambassador he was certainly no you know representative of a patriarchal energy he actually was an innocent bystander in the way of of a of a greater conflict that's going on um between individuals and governments in general 
and Neptune is in Pisces still, and it's retrograde, and it's going back to zero degrees, and there's nothing really too big to report there, except again, in the overnight, the moon is going to be in the low degrees of Virgo. So we're going to have moon in opposition to Neptune. It's another excellent night uh, tonight and tomorrow night to really take accounting of your dreams, see what they're telling you, do some kind of meditation or meditative process. It's an excellent uh, energy for the meditation that we're going to do uh, later on in the show. And um, that's it, Chiron's in Pisces. So if you're still trying to work out some... Uh, uh, disillusionments or realizations of some things and some energy that people are giving you or they're not giving you. That potentially you're finding out that some things you thought you were getting from some people you're not getting. Well, you know, you're going to have to hang in there and find out what the truth is about those situations. I'm going to go right to the switchboard and say hello. Someone's been hanging on for a while. Area code 207, you're on the inside connection. Hello, I just found your show tonight. Hi, who am I speaking with? Hi, this is Dee. Hi, Dee. How are you? Okay. I guess I'd like to know if I can have a little reading, because my birthday just passed a few weeks ago. All right. Well, let me, um, you know, just get right here and um, and open up. Uh, what's the first initial of your last name? G. And... Um, your birthday? August 30th, 1961, in Aegean, Greece. And do you know the time? I have no idea. Uh, no idea at all? No rough time no. of day? Morning, <clears throat> noon, night? I have no idea. I was That's fine. I have we usually no use noon if someone has no idea, just so everybody knows. And Aegean? Yes. Okay, I see it. So, um, tell me if you have a specific question. Um, relationships. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Well, you know, if, 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 hmm, it's interesting because, you know, if right now you've been disappointed by a man, mm -hmm. um, if you've had, certain kind of sudden disruption or conflict, almost yeah. like a, a power struggle or someone mm -hmm. that's been very difficult or very oppressive, yeah. that's because you're having a number of transits to your Mars. Transits means where the planets are now, they're, and they're affecting your natal Mars, which is a representation usually of a woman's, you know, like, um, relationship point in her chart and so that's some really difficult you know energy d that you're having there and it's going to probably last you know i would say at least for a few more months you're probably not going to see a real break in that until the winter so if there is someone that's you know giving you trouble or you've had a conflict or you know is is that happening for you yes yes it is yeah yeah, I see that. Is it is it actually with a relationship person or is it someone else? It's with a person. It it is with a relationship though. Yes. Yes. So you know, is that a relationship that you feel like you're going to need to let go of? Have you been with this person a long time? On and off for a lot of years. On and off for a lot of years. 
Yeah, you know, what's interesting about the transits that you're having now is that it's really very off. (laughs) The relationship is off, but it's off. It's not, it doesn't have that mm, compatibility and compromise and negotiation that you would really like to have. Your chart says that you're a very practical, very fair-minded, very down-to-earth person. And, yeah, you like to go out and have a good time. You have Venus and Leo. I see that. You know, you like to maybe, like, you know, go show yourself off a little bit or whatever. And But, you know, if this person is jealous or they're they're not available, right, you know, it's something that maybe you need to start to come to terms with. I think that's the energy that's going on for you right now, is that you're really having to look at why am I involved in this on-again, off-again relationship for so long? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I am. I I know that's hard, you know. Nobody wants to come on the show and have me say to them, you know, like, look, what are you doing? You know, I mean, and that, that's not really, I'm not Nancy Grace, you know, anyway, um, you know, to be so blunt. But when I look and I see your chart and I see, like, you know, what, what you know, these kinds of transits and even in the recent, like, last two years, it hasn't been that good. It's been off, you know, like, let's say two years ago when Saturn transited your Mars, it wasn't really good then. You felt like the relationship almost makes you angry. Yeah, it does. All right. Well, you were hanging on the line to be on my show for a long time. When I logged into the show, you mm-hmm. had already been in the chat room holding for a long time. So I don't want to kind of get you off the phone real quickly. Um, but um, but I just want to know if there's more that I can tell you or more that you'd like to know. Yes. Because that's generally the, you know, the information that I see. Well, I'd like to know if you can see one more thing. I would like to know if I'm going to make a move out of state. I'd okay. Like to know to, yeah. Um, let me just look at your chart again. I was thinking of going back to New York. Going back to New York? Yes. Um, It's possible. I mean, if you're going to do it, it's going to happen suddenly. Do you think that would help you get away from this relationship? Yeah, that's a plus. Huh? That's a plus? Yes, that would be a plus, yes. Yeah, that would be a plus. I actually really only see positive things in a move like that for you. And I do see a relationship, interestingly, for you. If it's not in 2013, it's in early 2014. And I know that sounds like a long way away, but it's a very positive relationship. Like, I see a really positive relationship coming to you. I know I'm pushing you out there a little bit, telling you that it's going to be in the next, you know, 18 months or something like that. But... 
but I still see it, and it and it and it's it's like a happy, fun relationship when some of this stuff that you're going through right now clears out. I would say yes. Grab a hold of the initiative to move back towards New York, and um, really research that before you do it. You're certainly old enough to not be doing that in any kind of rash, or you know, you're not going to do it without thinking it out. So that's no. good. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. No. Dee, thanks so much for calling into the show. Thank you very much. All right, hon. Have a good night. You too. So I just want to say just a little bit about um, the, um, uh, the the new moon that we're having in the next couple of days. I know there are people in the queue, and I'm definitely going to get to you guys, so thanks for holding. Um, the new moon in Virgo energy, which is coming on Saturday, Virgo is so much about our attention to maintaining the creative process, okay? So if we have a creative process and um, and we – and we uh, have, you know, like sort of said, put something into, um, uh, put some energy into our creativity. Creative processes need to be maintained. And they need to be put out there and they need to be nurtured. You can't just sort of, you know, like whatever, say be creative and plant a vegetable garden and then just be like, okay, that's it. I don't have to do anything to it. A garden needs to be maintained. A home needs to be maintained. A career, a baby, a family, anything. We need Virgo energy. And the reason that I put originally in the um, the little blurb about this show that this Virgo energy carries us through the rest of the year it's because the winter is a time when we really have to go in and check in with our maintenance. You know, what is it that we're maintaining? It's not the time for like that outward push, right? And maintaining comes from harvest. And we know that harvest is happening in Libra because that's the beginning of autumn and it kind of goes through all the autumnal signs. Halloween is part of a, ho- a harvest festival, etc. And we're getting into that and my shows will get into that. But the, the lead up into that is this really powerful new moon in Virgo, which is, you know, Virgo is the the harvest energy. It's that it's that reaping the wheat, you know, because she holds the scales and she weighs that out. And that energy is so much about this time right now that what has the summer produced? What fruits have we gotten and how are we going to maintain them in the months coming forward? So I'm going to do a little bit more on that in a second. Hold that thought. What fruit what 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 fruits have come to fruition over this summer and how are you going to make them and maintain them for the winter? Hi, you're on the inside connection. Hi, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you tonight? Good. Where are you calling me from? I'm calling from Maryland. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um what's your name? It's Kathy. Kathy. And what's the first initial of your last name, Kathy? Be like boy. B, you got it. Have you ever called into the show before? No. No, great. Um, what's your birthday? Twelve thirteen fifty three. And I love was... my saggies. <laughs> and time of birth? Ten o five a.m. Ten o five a.m. And the place of birth? Uh, Utica, New York. Uh, that's just with a U, right? Yeah. Utica, New York. I got it. Okay. okay. Yeah. 
I know it. It's upstate. I used to have a house in Livingston Manor, New York, over in Sullivan County. It's not really near Utica, but it's closer maybe to Binghamton. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I had a house there for many, many years up in the mountains. Oh, wow. Um, well, you're getting ready to have your second Saturn return, Kathy. That's the big news because you have Saturn in Scorpio. And so it takes me back to talking to you about what you did at age 29, you know, what you did at 29 and, um, you know, whether it was about a job or moving or getting married or having a baby or, you know, like any one of those changes, um, you're going to go through a process starting this fall and it continues through the winter and most of next year that's going to be another layer of, well, really, maturation, like maturing. Like as you get to be the age you are, you start to see um, the change of a decade coming. You know, you can say like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be that age soon. <laughs> and you you have to say to yourself, okay, what am I going to do now with this next chunk of time? You know, we always say, like, okay, so we have decades or we have, you know, 0 to 20, then 20 to 40, 40 to 60, 60 to 80. We're, when we get to certain points, what we do is we look at what is it that I'm going to do with that next chunk of time. And if there are things in your life right now that don't feel like they're serving you, you know, like they're not making you happy, you're going to probably get rid of them. And if there are things in your life that you feel like you should be working towards that you haven't been working hard enough towards, you're going to work harder to make those things happen. Now, some of that sounds like I'm talking in kind of a vague way, and I can probably be a little bit more specific, but interestingly, you have Saturn and Scorpio in the ninth house. So if it's about reconnecting with a church or a religious group or it's about some kind of travel or philosophy or if you want to be more involved in new age if you even want to understand a little bit more about astrological process on the outside if you were even thinking about going back to school in some way and getting some kind of a another certification or a degree those are the things that you're thinking about and those are the things that you're going to do you know that that's the it's it's pretty strong energy and i know you definitely feel it coming because you've recently had um saturn conjunct your neptune and your mars if you've lost anybody recently or something uh, some people have just gone by the wayside one way or another no one has to literally have you know passed away but sometimes we go through transit of saturn going through our second house like you just had for the last two years and we feel like things just slip away like okay they're they're lost you know like we've lost something and so there's this feeling of loss but that's about to change it's about to really become more about what truth are you seeking? As a Sagittarius, you have Venus in Sag, you have Mercury in Sag, the very strong energy about truth. You're getting ready to have a Jupiter return. What creative thing? Are you interested in writing, learning, teaching? I keep hearing school again, which might sound crazy, but are you thinking of that? Um, no, but I'm on the, the spiritual awakening path. Yeah. And a lot of things that you're saying are making a lot of sense. Yeah, it's big. 
it's big. I don't know what happened for you at age 29, but that was the beginning of it, and now you're going to add another enormously important layer to your spiritual path and the truth that you're seeking. A lot of it you're going to find is on the inside, a lot of it, because Saturn is the ruler of your 12th house, so you're going to find a lot of it is in esoteric knowledge, is in being able to listen to your intuition, really being able to connect with that. And I would recommend that you plan traveling to a spiritual place, some place if you want to stay in the United States, some place like Sedona, some place like the Grand Canyon, some place like Mount Rainier. If you want to stay in the East Coast, it could be the Catskills, it could be Maine. Some place where you can get out in the woods, where you can really experience God in nature, and where you can connect with that nature that's inside of you. Mhm. Yeah, I for some reason I want to go to Sedona. Yeah, I felt that really strongly looking at your chart. Mhm. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's generally the big news for your reading is that you're getting ready to have a Saturn return, the second Saturn return. They only happen every 29 years, 29, 29 and a half, 30, right around in their years. So we're lucky if we get to have three of them. <laughs> but most people get to have two. And when's that happening? It starts in November. In November, okay. Hmm. It starts in November, and you're going to feel it. It's going to be quite profound sense of getting in touch with your unconscious. Um, are you involved in a relationship? Well, I'm married. Yeah. I just want to add one thing, and it, I'm not overstepping my boundaries or anything, but it, we were talking about it earlier because Mars is in Scorpio. But just so that you know, there's a there's in your chart there's a great deal of power in sexual intimacy, uh-huh. and I don't say that on the radio very often. <laughs> but I just want you to know that um, it doesn't have to be, you know, like something, you know. Dirty. I don't know why people have a hard time talking about sex, but there's the intimacy of sex and the beauty of it and the connectedness and the emotional intensity of it. There's something for you to find there as well, you know, mm. without being more graphic. There's, there's God in human sexuality. Right. That's interesting. Hmm. Okay. And um, that's your reading for tonight. Okay, well I'm working I'm working on my intuition. Good. Yeah. Don't yeah. forget to take a look at my website too. I think you might think it's interesting. It's lahealer.com. Okay. And that's for everybody that's listening, lahealer.com. So go over there and give lahealer.com just a shout and once again for all the listeners, anyone who wants to work with me privately, I offer a fairly substantial discount uh to anybody that's coming to me from Blog Talks. If you want to follow up, uh, you could always think about that. And um, that's it. I hope you have a really great night, and thanks for calling into the show. And thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you. So the, you know, the really important uh, energy that's happening with this new moon has to do with collecting us 
collecting our consciousness. Mercury is the ruler of Virgo, and Mercury rules the mind. So it's about focusing your mind. That's the way in which we maintain, because the mind has to be involved. We have to be able to say, you know, okay, um, I'm here, and I'm... You know, I'm going to be present in maintaining this. The same thing, if you don't make time to weed the garden, if you don't make time to clean the house, if you don't have some of your focus on that, then it never gets done. But we all know, right, that sort of life is more naturally chaotic. You know, you can see that if you look at a baby or a toddler especially, right, they don't ever want to put their toys away they just want to like take them out of the box and throw them all around you know so there's a natural chaos about life that you know we live the dust the dust forms right and that there's a certain refinement and success that comes from maintaining order in the midst of chaos in physics what's interesting i'll add a little physics note here life itself is order because you know all these cells have to organize in order to be able to create a life of any kind and that flies in the face of physical law so life is actually order in the presence of chaos like the universe itself is just you know ever expanding and you know has a lot of space (laughs) there's a lot of space in the universe so interesting when you when you want to talk about science or whatever that entropy there's entropy chaos and life itself is order within that chaos so there's there's this beauty in that our lives can individually be made more of a success or more of an expression of life by creating some kind of order within the chaos, and this moon in Virgo is that. I'm going to take another caller, and then we're going to think about doing a meditation here. 323, who's calling me from Los Angeles? Hello? Hello, 323, you're on the inside connection? Area code five six one. You're on the inside connection. Hello, hi. How are you? Hi, how are you tonight? Yeah, how are you? Good. I'm good. It's beautiful. It's been really hot here today, and we're kind of getting a little tired of it. But at the same time, it's just like, whew, if that's what we're going to be experiencing for another four or five or six or seven days, well, you know, we've been having it already for what feels like four or five or six weeks, and I'm sure most of the country has, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm in Florida. I the know. heat is on. You calling me from Florida? Yes. What town? Boca, uh, Brighton Beach. Brighton, love it. Um, have you ever called in my show before? No, I haven't. Uh, tell me what your name is. Lena. Lena, and the first initial of your last name? H. H. Lena, what's your birthday? March 7, 1962. And your birth time? 12.03 p.m. Islip, New York. Islip, out on the island. Mm-hmm. Got it. 
all my New York transplants today. <laughs> calling from Florida, calling from Maryland. Mm, very intense chart you have. Wow. Okay, Lena H. Um, you are a very thoughtful person uh, with a really loving heart. You're very uh, high-minded, humanitarian. Uh, you really love people, and you've really bent over backwards for them in your life. You're spiritual, but you believe your spirituality includes community and brotherhood and friendship and a lot of really good things. You're a hard worker. I'm sure you've been very dedicated, and you've done some really beautiful service in your life. What have you done for work? You're right. I, w I was a hospice volunteer for four years, so I definitely believe in community service. Yeah, um, no, I see I'm, it. I see it. I yeah. see it. Let me tell you, because when you've got this many plants in Pisces and this many plants in Aquarius, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, there's only ten. <laughs> you have seven ah. of the ten all collected around your career line, all in this very beautiful, idealistic, and high-minded community and friendship. I mean, don't get me wrong. you got a strong mind, you know, and you, you, you would love for, you know, people to take notice of you and the good work that you're doing, but not in any kind of, like, really haughty way where you're kind of full of yourself. You're really actually a very selfless and beautiful person. What's going on for you right now that you're calling into my show? Well, I'm I've gone through a really rough few years. Um, in July, I lost my home and I was homeless for six weeks. And yeah. Now, now I'm living with my niece for the past um, almost a few weeks now, uh, and I'm looking for a job and um, uh -huh. I'm going to school. I've been pursuing a degree and I'm just I'm not used to living with anybody, so this has been really yeah, it's interesting. It's, it is interesting, but that, you know, this is part of what you're needing to learn right now is your own sense of being taken care of. You're having um, what's called a Chiron return. It takes Chiron 50 years to go around the sun. You're right in the middle of it. And you have Chiron and Pisces. So while you've had to discover, I think, if it's something I talked about at the beginning of tonight's show about global energy, that there are certain people who are experiencing, um, you know, like people in their lives are not necessarily showing up for them, and then all of a sudden they're finding out who does show up for them. So mm -hmm. there's the one hand where we're disillusioned about energy, people bringing in and not bringing in, like having to find out that something that you thought that someone was going to be giving you, they're really not giving you. And, the, mm -hmm. and then at the same time, finding other individuals who are actually showing up and giving things to us when we didn't expect to have to receive. So one of yeah. the things about your chart is that it's so selfless that the big lesson for you right now is to recognize that there is room for you to receive. You know, that's a beautiful thing. When somebody reaches out a hand and says, I can help you, you have to take that because there's God in everybody, you know. And so that God in someone else wants to reach down and say, I can lend you a helping hand. You need to realize that you're worthy of that. Yeah, it's been real. I mean, my sister's been like, 
practically taking care of me and never had this in my life. So it's really Yeah, good. no, I see that and I know that, but I'm thinking to tell you again that so you can hear it, that the big lesson mm-hmm. is in you receiving it. I know you yeah. haven't, um, you know, had to experience this in all your life, but you're having to experience it now. Yeah, I know. Right. You will just experience it with tremendous gratitude and um, and take that love in. Take that love in, Lena. That's okay. what it's all about right now. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'll be in this situation for a while? No, no. I don't think you'll be in it for a while, but I'm telling you that if you can experience it as healthy and healing, it will end sooner than if you just resist it and, you know, feel so uncomfortable with it, okay? Oh, okay. Okay? Okay. Find comfort in being loved. Mm-hmm. All right, you have a good night. Thank you. So that was kind of a, you know, a more difficult conversation there because she was in a hard place and when you see somebody's got a lot of Pisces and it might be very difficult for her to not feel isolated and not feel like she just wants to give, give, give because sometimes Pisces feels guilty or it feels like it's going out, out, you know, it's putting people out to feel like it's reaching out and asking for help because it doesn't want to do that. It's very selfless and very giving, but we come to places in our lives where when we are actually receiving from someone else, we might be giving them the gift of loving us. So I think it's really important for us to know that being able to love someone is a gift. And so it's not we're always taking from someone, especially when we come from a point of view like that where, you know, we're generally a giving person. We can't say that necessarily about people who take all the time. Okay, they're they're abusing that privilege of being loved. But for people in general, for someone to say, oh, let me buy you dinner. Oh, you're in trouble. You're living on the street right now, you can come move into my house for a little while or I can lend you a helping hand or here, let me give you a dollar and buy you something to eat. You know, you're here on the street. That's a gift to be able to love. That's a gift. That's not, there's there's no shame in being the person that has to be on that side of it because, you know, we all know the expression, therefore, but the grace of God go I, and we can always be the person that's the one that's in need of the helping hand. So I want everyone right now, because <clears throat> we have a really nice crowd here, and uh, we have really nice uh, people who are hanging on still online listening on the phone. We're going to do a meditation, a really nice, powerful, focused meditation, and uh, we'll do a meditation even with that last caller in mind, too, because we all have that as part of ourselves, and we're going to be doing a meditation about service and maintaining. We're going to be bringing in and calling in all the energies of all the people that need that love and energy. So, nice Feet on a chair, comfortable, feet flat on the floor. Everybody knows I don't do a long meditation. Usually they're five minutes or less, but let's just go in there and come on back out. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out your mouth. 
and one more time, in through your nose and out through your mouth, and relax your shoulders and your arms and your legs and your hips and your spine and your feet, and let your feet firmly, firmly just plant on the floor. And one more breath in and out, and now let's connect with this goddess energy, this pure goddess energy, maintenance of the home, maintenance of the job, maintenance of our own personal health, maintenance of our relationships, maintenance of our connection to all the ones we love. We're going to breathe in and out. We're going to see ourselves at some point where we were in our lives, whether it was our parents or a friend or someone, and we were in there and we were pulling weeds from the garden and we were cleaning out dust bunnies from underneath the bed and we were doing it and we lost ourselves in it because we knew that the result was the cleanliness and the order that was going to bring forth the greater abundance that we're looking for in our lives and we connect with that energy and we know that there's a lot of cleaning to do and we know that there's a lot of order and a lot of organizing and it takes time and it takes energy and it takes so much energy to keep order because we know that the natural tendency is for the dust to collect and for the weeds to grow and if we're not diligent, if we don't stay on top of it, if we're not disciplined, then we're not going to get the harvest that we deserve and so we go into our heart and we go into our mind and we go into our spirit and we clean house. We find what's in there and we say, what do I need to clean out of there right now? Some little attitude, some little thing that's blocking us from achieving what it is that we want to achieve and we grab it and we pull it out and we go, gotcha, I gotcha right there. Because now I know that there are other parts of my personality, other parts of my attitude that can grow in abundance and can be more prolific and can be more abundant and can bring me what it is that I'm truly looking for, which is the happiness and the love and the security and the prosperity that rightfully belongs to me, especially if I'll do that work and go in there and clean my house. Now I want you to see that feeling of that garden and how it looks when all those plants are really coming up and there are no weeds there. It doesn't look like a shambles. And you look at the floors and you know they've just been vacuumed and mopped and cleaned. And yeah, it was a lot of work, but you know how it feels because it feels like there's space and there's energy. And you look within your heart and you see that you've done that there too. And there's more room for love and there's more room for creativity and there's more room for external action and there's more room for you to bring in the success into your life that you deserve. Breathe into that. And out. And when you exhale, see that success feeling, that feeling of being deeply connected with what's naturally right for you, going out into the world with not one fear, not one blockage, not one weed, weed, not one little dust bunny in there, because you got rid of them. You're a pure channel for that divine consciousness moving through you, and you are ready. 
want you to take a nice deep breath in. I want you to come back to me, and I want you to be in the place where you are, and I want you to just relax and let that smile come up all over your face, and I want you to focus on something that's got order in your house, in your life right now, something that actually is clean and organized. Maybe it's just a table surface. Maybe it's just a carpet. I want you to see that, and I want you to know that that's going on inside of you. Nice. So Virgo energy, you know, Virgo energy is that energy that maintains what it is that we've created. So if we're an artist or if we're a healer or if we're a doctor, if we're just looking for a job, we have to maintain the search. If you want to go on a diet, if you want to quit smoking, you have to maintain it every day. You have to maintain your weight once you achieve it. You have to brush your teeth because you have to maintain those too. This energy is the connected energy to the successful principle that you're looking for. It is the beginning. It is the foundation. It is the harvest. It is the harvest. It is the beginning of a brand new time, a brand new year. So we say, this is the time when, for instance, certain cultures have a New Year celebration. It's when we decide to go back to school which is a new school year. It's when newness begins because now is the time for taking that action. Now is the time for saying it's time. We're ready to maintain. It's Virgo again. We've had our fun in Leo. The summer was fantastic. We did plenty of like showing off, you know. We did plenty of partying and having a good time and just basking in that sun, that Leo solar energy. And now it's time to get down to what's coming next, which is the autumn and the winter. And what have we reaped over the summertime? What creative projects are here and ready for us to grab a hold of and maintain and make our success move forward. This is the big message that's going on tonight. This is the big message of that moon in Virgo, that moon-sun conjunction in Virgo. And by the way, Mercury is going to be there on Saturday as well. Three planets in Virgo. So if you get a chance to sit, perhaps light a little candle, a little white candle and make a prayer that you're given the strength to maintain the things you want to maintain, that you've got the the fortitude to maintain the things that you want to maintain, you do that. You light a little candle on Saturday and you say, I'm lighting this for the focus and the intention of maintaining what it is that is near and dear to me, my creative projects, my family, my home, my garden, my health, myself. This is the beauty of it, you know? And for that caller that we had, I'm going to sign off right now with one of my tunes that you guys know I just love, and it's Robin, Show Me Love. Talk to you guys and see you here on the Inside Connection next Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got too much to ride.